I don't even know how to f***ing start this podcast. <laughs> don't. Oh, no. Why? I'm a defeated human being. No, don't be defeated human being. Defeated. No, you're not defeated. 1,000%. <laughs> no. I've been up since 630. Yes, you have. I got three hours of sleep. And then f***ing fought audio for an hour. <laughs> Yay! And Ugh. I'm sick. And Yay. you're and you're sick. We're, we're really ready to go over this week. Wee. <sighs> Anyways, um, hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Seasonal Anime Checkup OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about anime, video games, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Al and Ladium. Hello. And we're here to talk to you about a, sh- a TV show that's also a manga. It's episode 109. Thank you. I, I I knew that. Did you? Good job. I did. I looked it up like an hour ago, so. <laughs> well, I don't remember you recording me laughing hilariously <laughs> for like five minutes ago, so apparently you have a better memory than me. Gosh. The only good, it's the only thing I have going for me right now. Nice. <sighs> Everything else. F- Middle fingers up. Middle fingers up. Mm-hmm. <sighs> uh, so we're kind of in a weird lull state. So I figured, what better way to to do something this week than to talk about a show we both watched. But just somehow never got around to talking about. Yeah, I don't know how we never talked about this one because it's great and we both loved it. We did. I think it was just, I don't know. Like, because we didn't watch it simultaneously? We Well, we did. Well, yeah. We watched the dub simultaneously. Yeah. So I guess you're right. Maybe know. just things got wild because of like us doing other stuff. I don't know. Yeah, like the, the way that the way the dub ended, it was like in like late September. So like just a bunch of other things kind of piled up and... I think we just kind of forgot about it and left it on the wayside, which is just you know how things go at some at that points in time. But uh, it's January, so why not talk about it now? A full year after it originally debuted. I will be thirty-one by the time this comes out. Good God! Shush. <laughs> you know they say thirty-one's nice. the best year. I mean, my brother told me that it's way harder than being 30, so we'll see. That extra one mm-hmm. carries he's so like, much you know, weight. He's like, 30 was fine, but 31's really hard. I'm like, oh, God, okay. <laughs> uh, by the way, we're talking about Pop Team, Epic, the Pop Team Epic, if you have not read the title of this episode or the, or the description. So Pop if, you, if you hadn't done that yet, I don't know what you've been doing these, these last three minutes. Listening to us chatter and be just be the f- mess. Yeah, you are very, very salty. <laughs> very so salty. <sighs> this is why I can never be like a producer, like an audio producer. Because I would like be, yeah, I would literally like any like one little thing would happen, I would be f- the rest of the time. Oh no, <laughs> just f- like. Mm, I hate Go this. and flip a table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, um, I'm real stoked to talk about Pop Team Epic because um, I'm not sure you thought that I would like this. Like you, you seemed like you were unsure about it when we, I first started watching it, which is not the first time. Yeah, it's true. It, it, it is a weird show. It is very surreal humor. Yeah, I mean, but like, we've also watched other surreal comedies in the past, so like, it's not that big of a surprise that you got into it. I do love surreal. But but this is also like just in its own territory in terms of just surreal stuff. Yeah, it was it was good, and I mean, like, the way to get me into a show is like put a Chrono Trigger reference in the first episode, and I'm like, yeah, a, a Chrono Trigger reference, and also a very good on the nose your name parody. Yes, 
super on the nose. It's like, okay, here you go. You're in. <laughs> Hello, I am now way into this. Yeah, I was like, all right, cool. I mean, that's really all you had to do. <laughs> I'm here. Let's do this. I guess if you've been living under a rock for the past year, mm-hmm. and maybe even further back than that, like, uh, Pop Team Epic is a four-coma manga that is just weird comedy. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's it, it's about these two girls... Papako and Peepimi, and they just have strange things happen. It's very weird, and honestly, it's, it's not really an easy way to describe it other than it's really weird. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it's 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 really really weird, and it. Mm. I was gonna say something about the the girls. They're vulgar. They are vulgar. Um, I mean, literally, the the two volumes of the manga out, it literally has both of them just flipping middle fingers at you on the cover. Yeah. So that should be indicative of exactly what's going on here. Oh yeah, that's that's what you're getting into. Um, and a reason why I like the the show itself is like a TVMA rated anime. <laughs> I think I joked at one point when we were watching it that like I would be Papako and you would be Pippami. <laughs> <laughs> Seems fitting. I'm glad I'm the tall one. Which, yeah, of course. Yeah. You have to be the tall That's one. That's true. <laughs> we can't. We can't really change that. I have to be the the short and salty one. Uh, which I mean, right now you're the salty one. It's so. true. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, so one thing that I think we should talk about is definitely like the crazy format because it has a very unique format in the sense of like how they air it. Yeah, like I think it kind of it kind of goes in line with just how the the manga is, where it's just like all over the place, and the animation team basically gave like it split it up into like different teams had a different like segment of the show mm-hmm. or like a, a specific thing they would do. So like there was like the mainline kind of seer like story that like one team would do. Uh, there's the Bob Epic team, really weird animation stuff that really one weird. team would do. Which I was reading uh, an interview with the producer, and he was like, "Yeah, I gave that that uh, the people who did that stuff. Like, I was just like, hey, do whatever you want. Like, you have carte blanche to do whatever, and we will air it." Um, wow, there's the French episode or the French parts. Yeah, which is just like. Uh, there was a dude who who was from France who works at the animation company, uh, uh, Kamikaze Doga, and they were like, "Hey, what if you do you want to like make your own version of Pop Team Epic, but like through the eyes of like a French person?" And they and he was like, "Okay," and so they did that, and it's like its own different style as well. And then also they got the idea of like, uh, "What if we just outsourced this and got it dubbed in French as well?" And they're like, okay, we can do that. And then, like, immediately, like, oh, this is very expensive. <laughs> Whoops. Very expensive. Yikes. Uh, there's, like, puppet style at some points. Mm-hmm. Like the stop motion mm-hmm. puppets. Um, like, the pop team cooking segments are also a different style. And amazing. And, and then there's, like, just, like, other, like, random specific styles that, like, are kind of, like, one or two shot jokes as well. But, like, they have their own then- th- own thing. The uh, next time on is this, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a whole different thing too. Which like they begin the series of like, oh, it, it's just like a, it's a pretty traditional, typical like idol anime called Hoshiro Girl Job, and that was also like the way they teased this getting an anime adaptation was like they did like an April Fool's announcement. They're like, oh, Hoshiro Girl Job's getting a an anime adaptation. <laughs> And then it, it you turned out. Like I would watch that. Oh yeah, of, of course. <laughs> I would watch the hell of that and love every second of it. And then, like, eventually, it was like, oh, it's also it's really just Pop Team Epic getting a an anime adaptation. Yeah. But that's literally how they open the series. Is like, it starts with that, and then like it goes through the opening, and then, <laughs> and then Papago just like breaks through the opening. Is like, nope, we're not doing this. Nope. And it just goes into the series full and it's just it's just a wild ride throughout which which as well like it's just a like technically like a 14 minute episode run 
or each episode's mm-hmm. 14 minutes, but they double them. Yeah, that's what I mean on the like uniqueness of it is that it like it's a 15 minute episode, but they show it twice with different voice actors, and that's not something mm-hmm. I've ever seen before. And each episode has a different voice actor for Papako and Peep and Me. That too. Which is so that was fun because yeah. we're like, who's gonna be the voice actor this week? Which is very interesting because, you know, like like you said, like a lot of shows don't do this, obviously, and the amount of like just talent that they were able to like pull from is really ridiculous and like a lot of them kind of like make sense in a way like oh this person and this person have worked together and they're synonymous with each other so like well, let's pair them together to to do this like um like on the japanese side uh one of the episodes has like the voice actress for umi and nico from love live and also like one episode has the voice actresses for uh mio and ritsu from k-on Oh, nice. And then, like, on the English side as well, like, there's... It's a lot of, like, the same, like, Funimation uh, people you know. So, like, yep. not, no, like no big real surprises. Maybe, like, Matt Mercer maybe like, the biggest. Because he's not typical Funimation. I don't... I wouldn't, like... I don't necessarily associate him with that. But, you know, there's some, like, on there that, like, oh, well, this person, this person work together. So, we're going to throw them together on this. There were a lot of really big names and mm-hmm. a lot of good people, though. Like, it was awesome. Yeah. It's a lot of people you would definitely, like, recognize. But, yeah, it's like... I mean, that's what... Um, 48 voice actors yeah. for the entire season, because it's uh, 24 for for each protagonist, so... It's a ridiculous way to do a, uh, an anime. <laughs> but it's also just, like, so on brand. Oh, like, yeah. It makes the most sense to do it that way. I love this anime. <laughs> I just, I don't know how else to say it, but I love it. Like, there were moments where I was like, what the heck is going on? But I was so very happy about it. I mean, it makes sense that, like, uh, when last winter, when it was airing, like, it was basically the talk of the town like everyone was talking about it whether it was good or bad yeah and it was like it was one of those weird shows as well that like because um basically the producers of it or i guess technically the distributors of it i would you kind of think as well uh was king records Mm -hmm. which which brought in another crazy thing is that they just like had Shota away in there, yeah. like at the very freaking end, <laughs> and I was like, "What?" Because of course, it, it was the thing. It was so wild. But like, it, it was one of the rare animes that like, um, kind of got picked up by all of the streaming services. Yeah. Overseas, so like Crunchyroll had it and Funimation had it because well, obviously they were still working together at that point. But like, uh, like High Dive had it. And I think, like, a couple of others had it as well. So, like, it was very rare that, like, you see, like, an anime, like, everywhere. Usually it's like, oh, well, this people, are, these, this streaming service is going to pick it up and it's going to have the exclusive rights to it and yada, yada, yada. But this was like, <laughs> hey, you want this? Well, you can have it. Hey, you want this? You can have it. Hey, you want this? You can have it. <laughs> Which I, I don't know if that, like, helped, helped it or not, like, in the long run. Because I guess having it more accessible to a wider array, array of audience for... In terms of watching it legally and then also, you know, putting it on Toonami definitely helped as well. But there was just a, a wide way to basically see this show in ways that most other anime kind of don't get. But uh, we should talk, we should talk about this series, I guess. Yeah. Wikipedia has very brief episode synopses. Even then, like, it's so hard to do a synopsis it's on these true. things. It's true. Because, like, so much wild junk happens. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously... And you have, like, the mob team epic and all that. Yeah, like, obviously, like, these are going to kind of go over, like, the the, the, the quote-unquote main story that kind of happens in each episode. But, like, there's so much, like, little tiny skits that happen as well that... Mm-hmm. It's just a... It's a ridiculous mess. <laughs> um, Before we do that, I have to say something. Please do. The opening is fantastic. It is. It's so good. And that's basically like the first thing that happened is like I watched the first episode and I was like, Jared, I need that opening. Like well, now. And and you're like, yes. They didn't have like the actual actual opening in the first episode. Right. 
Okay, well, the second half, yeah. so whatever it was. The first time I saw that opening, I was like, I need that. And you had it, because you're a great person. It's the opening that, like, that Bang from, from formerly BAP would, would definitely, like, start a, an opening with by just slamming a baseball bat through a television. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he that does that in the Honeymoon one, video. Right? Yeah, He does. So, so proud of him. So it's, like, perfect. He's... Yeah. I, so, yeah, it was the second episode that I was like, I need this mm-hmm. opening, please. It's so, so good. And, like... Actually, the uh, uh, the animation that goes along with the opening is pretty perfect, too. Mm. It, it really sets you up for what the heck you're getting into, which is just Madness. nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, anyway, now we can talk about it. So here's the uh, these Wikipedia synopses, which are kind of short. Um, some of them are a little bit longer, but the others aren't. Uh, the first episode was called Encounter, which makes... Chrono Sugar and your name. Yeah. Uh, like I said, like we talked about, it starts with the the parody of Hoshiro Girl Drop. Uh, it's supposed to be animated series, but a girl who's secretly an idol singer, complete with cold opening and title sequence, is quickly abandoned in favor of the antics of Popoko and Peepimi. In the titular <laughs> segment, Popoko experiences death and rebirth as she experiences many first encounters with Peepimi. Uh, like we talked about, like there's literally a Your Name parody where they parody uh one of the Radwimp songs. Um, and it like is such a good yeah. parody of it. Like it's perfect. It's so on brand. There's like and then like you said, like there's a Chrono Trigger parody mm-hmm. immediately after that. Um, and no one has like the two versions of it, right? Like first part's like, yeah, I'll give you the pendant. The second was like, no, I won't give you the pendant. I think it's the same. Okay. Maybe I don't know. I just watched the episode, so I would know, but also <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Fine. It's. I mean, it's. It is one of those shows where like you watch the first time and then like you can kind of just like lazily watch the second time through. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, among other skits, Popico is annoyed by a flight attendant asking whether each passenger would take beef or chicken. PPME questions Popico on any wrongdoings, and the two girls go to France and attempt to use gestures to communicate, which is the first like French, uh, segment skits where like, essentially, it is those French segments are like making fun of french culture yes in a, in a really funny way so like the first one is like papa go and peeping me flying to france peeping me is like just dressed up as a mime and she's like oh i know how to get all these french people's attention and like i know the ways like that they communicate and she's like just doing mime stuff and then like this french person just shows up and he's like oh you just got to do the gestures and then the french person just flips them off <laughs> yep it was really good and that's one thing that you should fully expect from this show is lots of lots of middle fingers. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. which mostly they were censored in the the TV run, but like if you get the home the home release, they are unblurred. You get the full fingers. You get the full fingers. <laughs> uh, phrasing on my part, thank you. <laughs> also, I guess I should say that like the packaging for the home release is very good because like. The first Blu-ray is, like, done up how you traditionally think of, like, oh, it's, you know, it's a Blu-ray with Pop Team Epic stuff on it. And then the second one is literally just, like, a mimicked, a, like, a gimmicked up, like, fake blue uh, Blu-ray disc. Burned. Or, yeah, like, it looks like it's the burned Blu-ray disc, which is totally on brand for that show. I, I showed my brother that, and he loved it. He thought it was super funny. It's really good. Uh, the second episode is called Vanver, a game in another dimension, which the opening is Papako and Pipimi are inadvertently summoned to an unfinished animated fantasy series and make the heroes do impressions, much to the voice actor's const- consternation. <laughs> so, like, it's literally, like, these voice actors going through, like, traditional how voice actors kind of go through stuff where like usually they don't they don't see the finished animated product especially for like japanese series so they kind of see like storyboards and stuff like that and then just they show up and they're like oh none none of this stuff is finished they must have blew all their budget on the first episode (laughs) 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 and then they make like the characters do like parodies and are very annoyed and then like it cuts to like a live shot of like the voice actors being like what are we doing why are we doing this i didn't sign up for this we gotta do impressions? What? <laughs> Who does this? <laughs> Which literally also goes into like a horror tiny skit where like a ghost appears and it's like, did you see it? And then like just zooms into them just like underneath like the like the seating. <laughs> yep. Uh. Uh, which was unexpected for me. <laughs> 
Uh, other skits include a stop-motion musical performance by Fell Dolls of Papago and Peepin' Me. Mm-hmm. Which, if you're watching the home release, they just drop, they just drop in there. Yep. F-bombs all over the place. Uh, Papago drawing a, del- a deluge of fortune slips. And Oh, God. That part. But they go so fast. You gotta take your phone out and uh, click a picture and see which fortune you get. And Papago being confronted with the harsh reality of time's passage. Same. Hard same. Uh, the third episode is called The Documentary. It's a documentary that profiles how music producer PPP decided to find the perfect bandmates for pop idol Popchin by cloning her, with the Popchin clones taking over the world, all the while she also becomes in bison. <laughs> she does become in bison! <laughs> U.S. in bison. Which is really good. Yes, yes, you're, you're not, you, you are correct. He's, it is um, not uh, what Vega. Yeah, it's or or the weird like universal language of like claw boxer or dictator. Yeah, claw boxer dictator. Uh, dictator is the one that we get here, mm-hmm. and um, the clones are very very funny as well. Uh, what else we got? Other skits include Papako dozing off while leaving for school and severely oversleeping, which is a gift that we send each other all the time. All the time! This is one of my favorite gifts on my phone because it's so relatable. It's this entire section where, like, she's trying to go to school and she's so sleepy and the blanket's like, well, you could just lay down. You could lay down a little bit more. And she's like, no, 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 I can't. I can't do that. I'll never get up. No. And then, like, the blanket just kind of, like, <laughs> attacks her. And she lays down. And it gets, like, shoujo bubbles and sparkles everywhere. And I'm like, yes. That is that is exactly how I feel when I lay down every night to go to bed. I'm like, I get the, the shoujo sparkles so much that I just snorted. It's, it's so perfect. It's so perfect. Like, that... If there's ever a gift in life that represents me as a human being, it's that mm-hmm. one. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Popico becoming obsessed with baguettes. <laughs> and Peep and me attempting to hire Popico as an assassin. Nice. I don't remember which one of these episodes it is, but there's also like, there's these really good 8-bit segments that they do that parody mm-hmm. just games in general. Uh, yep. One of them is just like a side scroller where Papako is just running through and like constantly dying, and then a ghost of PPM shows up and she's like shoots her, and then like a game over screen pops up and it's like a parody of Metal Gear Solid Three, where it's like where PPM is like, Papako, you can't change time. That's uncalled for. You're creating a time paradox. <laughs> it's like God, it's real good. Uh, the fourth episode is called SWGP 2018. Uh, Papako takes part in the Skeleton World Grand Prix facing many tough opponents, <laughs> which is a wild, wild thing. Um, there's a there's a parody of Wacky Racers in there, which they blur out in the uh, the, the TV release, but uncensored in the, the home release. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an initial D parody in there, and then it, is, it ends with a Top Gun parody. <laughs> Top Gun! And also the whole thing is like a Cool Runnings parody as well. Yeah. You you should expect a lot of parodies if you're watching this show. For the record, lots of parodies. Which obviously, like a lot of these, the reason they got like kind of censored in the the original TV runs because like Japan is not as like cool with parody law as like other countries are. Uh, so like you. I mean, we're not very cool with. Well, like law. we have a little bit more leniency than they do. A little bit. Yeah, like. But uh, we still suck. So like they they do a lot of censoring for that the original TV release because like. Um, you know, a recent example would be like the first episode of the reboot of Osamatsu-san, which had like a ton of parodies of other animes in it. And then like a, a few weeks after that that episode aired, like, it got pulled from everywhere. Really? Yeah, because the, they did not want to get sued. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't blame them. Uh, other skits in this episode include a parody of Earth, Wind, and Fire's Let's Groove. <laughs> that video is <laughs> phenomenal and you showed me that before i'd ever actually seen pop team epic yeah. like, that was one of the first things that i'd seen and i was like this is genius like it's it's art like what other series is gonna like in like regardless of 
of country, like whether do it's a felt puppet stop motion version of a, a parody of an Earth yeah, Wind and Fire Yeah, like song? what other shows out there parodying Earth, Wind, and Fire songs? None. In general. Zero. It's wonderful. It's ridiculous. I loved it. Uh, Papago forcing an extraterrestrial being to evict from her house, which is a very strange Bob Epic team segment. Yeah, no kidding. And Papago and Peep and me encountering a boss while exploring a dungeon. They find a save point. There's a loading screen, and then, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the boss is lured in by a nice ottoman. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get him. Yep. Uh, the fifth episode is called Donkasis, or Don't Call Me Your Sister. It's a parody of one of those. <laughs> Which also the the beginning of this episode begins with a a familiar kind of let's say steamboaty tune. And it's a live shot of just, like, water. And it's like, uh, due to unforeseen circumstances, we had to replace the originally, uh, the original idea or original footage with this footage. And it's very much implying that, like, oh, they were going to parody Steamboat Willie. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, and uh, Mickey Mouse would not have liked that. No. Walt Disney's going to rise from his grave and be like... Rise from your grave. I'm an asshole, and also I'm still going to be an asshole with copyright. Yeah, I mean... You want Mickey in the public domain? Well, f*** you. U.S. copyright laws are completely driven by Disney at this point, and it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. I just have to say my piece here. I hate, hate that Disney has control over copyright laws because they have money. Like, there was, a, there was like, stuff that came out into the public domain just recently, like, or just this year, that, yeah. like should have came out like 20 years ago or something, but like Disney literally forced a law through Congress that prevented them from doing that. Mm-hmm. Cause they wanted more of a stranglehold on their, I think the last, IPs. um, like big one was 1994 was the last time that they made like a huge overhaul on it. Yeah. I think. It, like, it was like the nineties, some, some point in time there, but yeah. Long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> oh wait. That's copyright. also Disney. Woo! Yay, monopolies! Yay. Uh, anyways, this episode, it, it ha- the first part of it is Io Sakuragi becomes step siblings with her admired upperclassman Hojo after their parents, betrayed by Papako and Peep and me, get married. <laughs> <laughs> and it's literally them just like going and gambling at pachinko parlors, and then the girls like, I can never sleep because they will do public shows outside of our window. They'll do stop motion Gundam dances. <laughs> And then she tries to kill them and then stabs the dude. They're like, oh, let's get buried and have kids. And then the kids just look like Papago and Peep and me. Yep. Other skits include a cooking show hosted by Papago and Peep and me. Pop Team Yay! Cooking! Pop Team Cooking! <laughs> Showcasing a simmer dish. <laughs> Which the first one is really good because it's, it's super just like a parody of like all of those kind of like infomercially like cooking things or it's like all right we're gonna we're gonna put we're gonna do a we're gonna teach you about simmering all right we're gonna turn up the oven dump some ingredients put the lid on and here's the finished product (laughs) yep that's it done people me literally growing with affection for papako i wish i could grow with affection which this is the marilyn monroe bit Mm mm-hmm which is also an Undertale parody. Uh, Undertale's terrible. <laughs> and Papago doing a poor impression of <laughs> I should bleep that. You should. To go along with the episode. It is a certain rodent that uh, has many, many theme parks around the world. and <laughs> I was almost uh, about to say theme parks as well. Nice. He's also in Kingdom Hearts. He he is in Kingdom Hearts. He he wields a keyblade. You're right. It's squ- it's squall. He doesn't wield a keyblade. He he wields a gun blade. Sorry. Oh right. Wrong blade. I'm God. sorry. God. God. Oopsie. Uh the next episode is called The Thirty of Cyber War. Guided by the spirit of Peep and Me. Papago fights against the Elite Four in a shogi tournament, which is this is a parody of a manga series <laughs> called Hikaru no Go. And then, like, 
one of those dudes in the shogi tournament just looks like Heihachi. And they literally end a shogi tournament by doing like Dragon Ball Key Blast at each other. <laughs> it's real good. Uh, other skits include PPMe's fantasies about Hellshake Yano distracting her yeah. from Papako's venting. That was a thing. Papako just demonstrating an increasingly bizarre variety of regional activities. And Papako and PPMe discussing modern slang. The seventh episode is called Hellshake Yano. <laughs> PPMe again has a daydream of two narrators who are Shunsuke Itakura and Toro Adachi. Not that Adachi. Not that Not Adachi. That Adachi. Detailing the time when rock star Hellshake Yano held a concert by himself while his bandmates were running late. And boy, howdy, is it real good. It is a fantastic <laughs> sequence. Holy crap, is it a good sequence. God. Oh, it's beautiful. What art. Yeah. Yeah, there's no other description for it. That's art. It really is. Uh, other skits include dealing with haters... As we do all the time. Papago turning into a baby. And PPB going fishing. Though. Yay. Like, I think there's a skit like that, that opens the episode where it's like, uh, Papago, like, handing someone who's, like, down in the dumps, like, a a, a copy of the manga. The Poppy yeah. Mepic manga. And, like, they just yeah. read through it and, like, this is crap. And, like, you're a hater. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the, Drag them haters off. Yeah, get those haters out of here. Uh, the next episode. Uh, the next episode. <laughs> the next episode is called "The Dragon of Iedabashi, Pee-Pee's Revenge." Yakuza member Pee-Pee decides Yakuza. to take vengeance against her gang when they when they stray down the wrong path of committing YouTuber crimes. <laughs> I mean, this episode's really, really funny, good. but just that description is fantastic. Other skits include Papago trying to treat an injury, Bacon trying to eat some bacon, and Papago fo fools a dead tree by throwing some flour instead of magic power against the tree. This episode gives you the good, like, them licking a lemon and having, like, super sour faces look <laughs> in jail, which is really uh, good. Give Akihiko that face. <laughs> <laughs> God, why hasn't someone done that yet? I don't know. I, I, they should. If they have, they probably have. They have to have. They, sh if not, they should. I, ten thousand a million percent agree with you. Uh, episode number nine is called "Dancing with a Miracle." Uh, Papako and Peepee encounter a young runaway boy while visiting New York City. Oh my God. Which is a f wow. There's a lot of like very American specific references because like obviously it's like in Times Square. There's like a mm -hmm. Ghostbusters parody at one point. Uh, the dudes from Final Fantasy 15 show up, yep. pushing a car. Pushing a car. <laughs> and it's just about this this dude who runs into Papako and Peepa me and like has a great encounter. And then the punchline is that that young boy turns out to be Mike Hagar. <laughs> Mike Hagar. Which the was so good. The Wikipedia just has a young runaway boy and it links to the Mike Hagar wiki page. It's so good. Because <laughs> that punchline you just don't see coming. You don't see it coming. I never expected it. It's genius. He's the mayor of the world. I, it's, yeah. <laughs> so good. Uh, other skits include Papako ordering latte art, Peep and Me attempting stand-up comedy, and the girls trying French cuisine. As you do. More French. Uh, the 10th episode is called Ginza Hostess Detective. While staying at a hot spring inn, hostesses Papako and Peepa Me investigate a murder that has taken place. <laughs> this is real good. Uh, it plays into like episode. just. It plays into a lot of just like the silly like detective tropes and all that and just. Mm -hmm. It's pretty dang good. Other skits include the girls playing soccer. Which is literally them playing soccer, but then kicking the ball up and then, like, key blasting it to themselves. <laughs> Pippi me cooking some premium meat. And Papako dealing with incompetent waiters. <laughs> uh, episode 11 is called Cursed Mansion. 
A group of college students find the mansion they are staying in to be haunted by Papako and Peepamy, who do nothing as the students end up killing each other. <laughs> this episode was so good! <laughs> um, the first time that I saw that there was, like, weaponry mm -hmm. in the background, I'm like, oh no. Oh no! It, uh, it really plays into, like, just really traditional teen slasher oh it, it definitely does tropes and just it goes some it goes places and it, then it goes places and then like the b-side is literally like the same thing but like just a, a dude just commentating over it <laughs> yep and i still like that was so funny <laughs> uh other skits include papago starting a dance craze called asai haramasakoi Peepin' Me becoming a giant and Popico playing with a shark. No. Which is no no bueno. No bueno. Uh, and then finally, the final episode called The Age of Pop Team Epic. Which, in the first episode, they kind of like tease that like there's like some weird shadowy organization because they're like, oh, we gotta stop Pop Team Epic. And then like it, literally it ends on a dude with a, f a fidget spinner. <laughs> yep. <laughs> which rewatching that, it's like, man, that, that is a very 2018 joke that would not fly now. No. But it was perfect for that time period. Yes. Uh, Papako and Peepin' Me have a final show get, showdown against the, the, the evil organization who turns out to be King Records. <laughs> King Records as the final boss was hilarious. Like, oh my god, how do you get that funny? Like, <sighs> It was good. It was really, really good. Uh, and unexpected. I never expected it. <laughs> it's real good. Uh, King Records sends a death squad on them. And then there's a guest appearance by Time Traveler, Shota Aoi. Yep. <laughs> also, this is the um, episode where, like, they get Sailor, Sailor Moon's voice actress to be one of the characters. And then the other, the other character yells, in the name of the moon, I'll punish you. <laughs> yep. Oh, it was really good. <laughs> It was really, really good. Um, so this was the moment that I realized that he was also like, because we looked it up and it, we realized that he was the the singer for the stage play for Persona Three, mm -hmm. and I didn't really like put two and two together. I was like, oh my god! Yeah, like I had Amazing. no idea either. So, um, I must say though, I've probably watched the video of like the closing with him in it, like. <laughs> 20,000 times. It's it's so cute. It's so ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's so funny. He just like shows up out of nowhere, which he's on King Records, so that makes sense. Yeah. But he just shows up and he's like, hey, what's up? And then like they have like a girl dub him in the dub. That's kind of, that's one of the one things that like, I was kind of bummed about by the dub. Like I wish they would have just left him undubbed. Yeah, I agree. Like I don't know why they did that. Because I felt like I feel like that would make the that would make the joke better. I agree. But yeah, it's it's, it's Shota Aoi showing up to make sure Papako and Peep and Me can reunite. Yep. Because <laughs> why not? Why not? Uh, Dancing and then he sings the the closing song. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's wonderful. Uh, other skits include a talking hamster going to school by hiding in his master's bag, <laughs> which is like a parody of like Card Captor Sakura and other shows that have done that. Papago trying yeah. to find her glasses. And the Papago and Peeping Me Felt doll singing about growing up in destruction. Ah, uh, yes. After the credits in the I second do. half, there is a teaser trailer for a second season of Hoshido Girl Drop. <laughs> <laughs> I still want to watch that show. I know it's not a real show, but I would watch the heck out of it. And every time I see like the previews, I'm like, God, I want to watch God, that. God, remember show. when like in the penultimate episode they gave the preview for like the final episode where like Oh, the dude was just dead the entire time or something. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> it's like, what the <laughs> f***? <laughs> it's like, I, oh, that's so good. This, this show goes places. Yeah. Like, the definition of a show going places <laughs> is this show. Pretty much. <laughs> but it's all hilarious. Like, I laughed so much every single time I watched this show. Mm -hmm. 
And um, I got the the manga for Christmas. So thanks, mom and brother. That's really really nice of you. Yeah, I got the um, I got the first volume. You have both the volumes. So I have both the volumes. Um, the the funny part is my brother also almost got me a Pop Team Epic shirt. Nice. And so like that tells you how much that like I've talked about this around him is that he <laughs> like already know he recognizes that he's like okay I know what Pop Team Epic is I'm going to like. <laughs> look on art websites for pop team epic stuff and so like that that tells you something mm-hmm. <laughs> um it's great it's really great also like despite the fact that it purposefully tries to be like grotesque and offensive and oftentimes like it's so cute yeah it has no right to be this cute <laughs> i got i got pop team epic art for my birthday from uh some of my awesome pals from from the server I'm in. I was very very stoked about that. Mm-hmm. And I promptly was like, "Please watch Pop Team Epic," because <laughs> <laughs> that's who I am as a person. <laughs> uh, if you were thinking that was it for Pop Team Epic, you would be uh, gravely mistaken. Gravely mistaken. Uh, there is going to be a special bonus episode airing in a few months on April first. Mm-hmm. Which is obviously very on the nose with the date. It is the uh, the second anniversary of the the announcement of the anime adaptation, and that thing could literally be anything. I almost anything. I almost expect it to just be a, an episode of Hoshino Girl Drop. I would watch it. I would happily. Oh yeah, watch same. It. But like, <laughs> it is the thing that like would not surprise me. But everybody's like, oh man, we're gonna get more pop team epic. This is gonna be great. And then like time to watch this. It's Hoshiro Girl Drop, episode 14. <laughs> 13. I, I ain't even mad. Cause I feel like that would make sense. Oh yeah, it totally would. Like it would it would be something that like I don't want to say you wouldn't expect, but like it, it it's not as like blatant as like we're just gonna do another episode. Yay! Considering they literally like they teased the announcement of this of this getting an anime adaptation by saying it was literally a Hoshiro Girl Drop anime adaptation. Like, I feel like that would make everything come full circle. Mm-hmm. So, and also, like you I, said, I would totally watch that. <laughs> yeah, I I await with uh, what's the phrase? Baited breath. Uh, anyway, there you go. I await it with with that um, because I'm I'm super duper stoked to get more of this, even if it is uh, cutesy anime stuff um i'm i'm fine with cutesy anime stuff it's actually really like i like it a lot <laughs> i'm sick i'm sorry so my brain's not fully functioning <laughs> no you're fine but like i don't think mine's functioning any better so um insert gif here of me going to sleep under the blanket and getting shoujo <laughs> sparkles please <laughs> if you don't use that image i'm gonna fight you now i'm not gonna use it I'm going to fight you. <laughs> now I'm going to get beat up. Yep. <laughs> Welcome to the pain zone, buddy. I live there. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Can't take me someplace I've already been. But yeah, that's Pop Team Epic. It's, it's amazing. It is a wild ride. Like... like I guess, like, you know, with most comedies, it is going to be subjective. Like, you know, people are going to look at this and be like, this is completely stupid. Why would anyone watch this? And people will be like us and be like, this is great. Why wouldn't you watch this? I mean, that's that's really how I am. Is that, like, I, I want everybody to watch this. I think it's hilarious. But I do understand that not everybody's going to think it's funny. Not everyone has our, like, our sense of humor. Correct. Which, I mean, this is a shame, clearly. But understandable. I mean, it's not understandable, but, like, <laughs> fine. You can have different humor than us. You can, it's you just, can have bad humor, clearly. <laughs> you're not ever going to get the pure joy out of life that you get from watching Pop Team Epic <laughs> and seeing an Earth, Wind, and Fire felt version. It's true. Pure joy. Oh, what a ridiculous, ridiculous thing. So yeah, Pop Team Epic is available now on it is. a wide variety of platforms. Also, the manga is available now 
on book platforms. Both of them. The only two that are out in English and in <sighs> Japanese. Nice. Well, unless you want the Hoshiro Girl Drop comic anthology, which is not out in English. Oh, I do want it. <laughs> or if you want more weird B Cub uh, art, go watch Caligula. Is that how you say it? I don't. Probably. Oh right, B Cub is the is the Caligula artist yeah, he's at the, the end. The, the the post credits art dude who made those four coma little things for Caligula. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. It was one of those weird things when we were like watching. I was like, wait, is this? And I looked up. I was like, oh, it is. Wow. I forgot all about that, but you're right. Which obviously aren't Amazing. as like super ridiculous as Pop Team Epic, but like kind of fit in no, that same style. There's some good gags yeah. there, though, for sure. Um, yeah, wow, wow. That I forgot all about that. So there you go. Yeah, I was trying to figure out like how you said the guy's name, and I was. I could be completely wrong. Because. But that's I don't know. It looks. I'm not used to a B and a K together unless like we're referring to my brother by the initials BK. This, the Wikipedia says it's alternatively alternatively romanized as Bukubu. Bukubu. So. So Bukub. Mm, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Shrug shoulders. I'm terrible at names. <laughs> Anyone who has watched Jared and Al or listened to Jared now will will attest to that. Oh yeah, anybody who is l like listened to anything that we've recorded ever, they're like, oh yeah, Al's <laughs> hot garbage at names. Cool, fine, yes, that's understandable. <laughs> I'm awful at them. Eventually, you get them. Eventually, yes. It just takes me a minute, um, and I have to like really connect with something for me to actually bother to learn their names until then they're just like a signifier yes like you're the blue-haired one or you're the tall one <laughs> or something like distinctive other personality yeah um i forgot what i called kanon for ages but i'm sure it had something to do with the ocean yeah probably the swimming girl the swimming girl Sco was it like scuba girl. scuba girl yeah. scuba girl i called her scuba I called her scuba all the time. <laughs> she was just scuba. So, yes. Um, anyway, I'm awful at names. <laughs> <laughs> um, th they don't even have to be, like, names that I wouldn't normally be able to pronounce. Like, um, i just terrible at names in general. It's true. You didn't know my name for, like, six months. It's true. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um... No, the 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 great the greatest part about work today, um, besides the fact that I had to work when I was sick, which is awesome. Let me tell you that everyone um, loves that. Everyone loves that. Is that I was introduced to this person? She's like, "You've met so and so, and you've met so and so, and you've met so and so." And I'm like, "Uh huh, <laughs> yeah, I definitely met that person. Mm -hmm. Sure, um, yeah, 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 super duper." And um, so she was just like going off a list. I'm like, "Yeah." I met that person. I did. I, I yes. I, I hope I did. <laughs> um, so I'm bad at names. It happens. Also, I knew your name because your name is in your freaking username. It's true. I can't get away with that. You can't. <laughs> like, I can't understand people not knowing my name. I mean, a lot of people don't. I mean, they know yeah, half your name. It's true. Or they just don't know how to pronounce the second part of it's it. It's true. Uh, I had that happen today, too. Like, how do you pronounce that part? And I'm like, you, you just call me Anne if you can't say it. It's okay. Not that hard, though. Or just be like Jared and call me Al, and that's fine. Like, my family calls me Al. It's an exclusive club. <sighs> Names are hard. Names are hard. But Pop Team Epic is Pop Team Epic is the easiest. <laughs> there you I'm go. So itchy. That's the review.
Yep. <laughs> Pop Team Epic. It's the easiest. The easiest. <laughs> it's as easy as simmering. It's true. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap this episode up. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you would like more from us, go to seasonalanimecheckup.com or sac.cool. It's where we have past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like the mainline Season Anime Checkup, which has a new episode, and Jared and Al Watch. You can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. You can find more from Anladium at anladium.com. She's got columns That's and reviews. That's how you say my name. There you go. It's pretty easy. Yay! Yes, I do have columns and reviews. This is a lady and an M. Lady and an M. Pretty self-explanatory. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash anime checkup. It's where we do Twitter. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash SACOVA. Uh, next week. I don't know. It'll be something. It's going to be the greatest episode of all time. It's the Jared's birthday extravaganza. Was this my birthday extravaganza? Well, sure. It does. I, I mean, like we're not getting re- we're not releasing it on your birthday, but we can we can go with that. I mean, it is pretty fitting that like sleepy, it's true. sleepy gift would go on my birthday. But yeah, yours is actually gonna go up on your birthday. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah! I will be ninety eight years old. Wow! <laughs> Don't lie to the viewers. I mean, listeners. You're right. You're, not you're right. Anything. You're right. You're right. I apologize. It's ninety six. It's true. He is ninety six years old. <laughs> um. I was going to say something. What was I going to say? Oh, I won't have Vesperia beat by then. I can promise you that. Yeah. So. Or or Cold Steel 2. Or Cold Steel. No, I, have, <laughs> I haven't gotten very far in that at all because I've been working and traveling. I mean, I I have had like a head start on you and I'm not even that far. Yeah. Um. And Bowser's Inside Story, I probably won't beat that quickly either, even though it's fun. So I don't know. We'll talk about something. We'll figure it out. We usually do. It'll usually just be us scrambling the day before. I'm like, oh, what are we going to talk about? We have a list. We do. But also, it's my birthday, so we could maybe just do whatever's fun. Uh, Welcome to next week where we just talk about wrestling. (laughs) Oh, my God. I talked about wrestling yesterday at work. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, It's a thing. Um, Yeah, so we'll figure out something, and it'll be Jared's birthday extravaganza podcast episode. Woo! Woo!